0: you may be the only Jesus your co-workers and employees may ever meet. Now, I know you've heard me say this tons and tons of times, but every day we need to be reminded that going to work is not just to draw paychecks paycheck so we can buy groceries. Going to work every day is an opportunity to be a light for Christ. Each day on the I Work For Him show, we try to bring you the practical, the tactical, the factual, and the biblical ways to incorporate your faith you think. Welcome to the I Work for Him Zone. I hope you're never the same. So that's iworkforhim.com, our website. Lots of great stuff out there. In fact, when you're out there, you can also sign up to join the I Work for Him Nation. And really, what that is, is we're looking for a thousand people in Tampa Bay to commit their lives to praying for their coworkers and employees each and every day in the workplace, as well as serve the people that they work with. Look for ways to befriend people inside and outside of the workplace. So you've got an opportunity when you're given it to tell somebody about the hope that you have inside of you, Jesus Christ. And it also is an opportunity by committing to I Work For Him to be a part of the I Work For Him Nation to look for ways to pray with people, not just pray for them, but to pray with people. That is a huge deal. All right, so go out to iWorkForHim.com, sign up for to join the I Work For Him Nation. Just click on the I Work For Him Nation flag. Hey, on Facebook, Martha, every day you're doing something on Facebook.
1: We are, and I was just going to say something about that because as... We have now been on Salem for just just going into our second week now. Seven we had days. several people this week that went out to our Facebook page and liked our page so that they can then um, get the feeds and stuff that we're putting out there every day. So we love to put out the links of the show, pictures of the people that were on the show, if they had a website or an, a concept that they talked about that really resonated with us. We try to make those resources out there so it's just real easy for people to engage because – of course, they can't see us here in the studio, but they can see a picture of what might be going on in the studio later when I post it on Facebook.
0: It's always a lot of fun. Martha and I taking pictures of each other's selfies while we're in the studio today. <laughs>
1: we we'll Every- can post one of those today. That's right. We should. We should
0: definitely do it. What we should do is take a picture of each other taking a picture. Uh, so together on Tuesdays with Jim and Martha, this is, yes, I Work For Him is all about helping you connect your your faith to your workplace. And we talk with all different kinds of people. Authors that uh, have written books about this, uh, Christian business people who have testimonies to share, ministries that that uh, mentor people, but this week uh, and and we also like this week we've got show sponsors coming out the next couple of days. People that actually support the show they're going to share their testimonies and talk about their business and why they support I work for him. So it's always very, very exciting. But Together on Tuesdays is all about marriage and relationships. And yes, that relates to your workplace because if your marriage is a mess, your relationships are a mess, your workplace, where you go, you're going to take the mess with you.
1: Yeah, it's going to be every part of your life is affected. And our focus is on how we can be the best employees. And in order to do that, we need to realize what things we can do in our personal lives to shore it up and make it stronger.
0: It' very, very, very intense stuff. There's relationships, we need to work on it. And a lot of people just think, well, relationships will just work, and when they don't work, I'll move on to another relationship. Well, eventually you end up you know, running out of people. you got to move then and find some new people that don't know you. Hey, today we're talking about loyalty and its effect on marriage and other relationships. And we're going, we've been going through a series for the last 17 weeks or so put out by daretobedifferent.com, daretobedifferent.com. That's daretobedifferent.com. That is a marriage mentoring um, program that is available to any church in the United States. But right now in Tampa Bay, there's only one church using this marriage mentoring program, which I don't understand why. It is fantastic. Every church in Tampa Bay should have a marriage mentoring program from Dare to Be Different because it uses the lay people in the church to do the mentoring, two-on-two mentoring, husbands and wives mentoring. Uh, And and so it doesn't require a pastor to be in in charge and all that kind of stuff. I mean, it's really, really great.
1: Well, probably one of the reasons that there aren't more churches in Tampa Bay involved in it is that the right people just haven't heard about it and been able to share it with their pastors or with their church leadership. So um, one of the things that we are just very passionate about is letting other people know about this program.
0: DareToBeDifferent.com.
1: That's right. Or they can just... Get a hold of us through our Facebook or our email addresses, Martha at IWorkForHim.com, and we use the number four, not F-O-R, so IWorkForHim.com. Or dot Jim com. at IWorkForHim.com. Or him. Jim, com. you can email him as well. But we love to tell people and direct them to this ministry because it's it's just a wonderful start to finish, help a couple get some new tools to help strengthen the marriage so they're equipped to handle whatever comes their way from a godly perspective.
0: Daggeringly powerful and effective.
1: Ooh, I like that. Staggeringly powerful.
0: That's right. DareToBeDifferent.com. So when we come back. We're going to talk about loyalty and how it impacts your marriage and your other relationships. And again, we're getting this information. The conversation is based on the marriage mentoring material from daretobedifferent.com. That's daretobedifferent.com. Note that's not a paid advertisement either. It's just something that we're passionate about. Mm-hmm. All right. Martha and I are talking today. Together on Tuesdays with Jim and Martha, we're talking about loyalty and its impact on your relationships and on your marriage. And as we talk all the time, Martha, on Tuesdays, this is all a spinoff of the marriage mentoring that we do within our church.
1: That's right. We've had, I don't know, for a couple of years, more than a couple of years, we've been doing this and meeting with couples using this um, material to just teach the couples how to be able themselves to deal with different situations that they um, come up with in marriage so that they're not having to run to somebody else to say, how do we solve this? They actually learn how to problem solve together.
0: And if you're just tuning in right now, you have tuned into "I Work for Him" with Jim and Martha Brangenberg on Tuesdays. Together on Tuesdays, Martha joins me. She doesn't get to join me every day of the week, but we talk about marriage and relationships because those things, if they're a mess, they impact your workplace. And so we we helped our church uh, get signed up for a marriage mentoring program that didn't involve the pastoral staff having to be involved in every step of the way. It was a it's a mentoring program where. A husband and wife couple can mentor another husband and wife couple, two on two. Uh, it doesn't involve any, I mean, it's very inexpensive to the church to get the materials, and it's just a really great investment of two couples into each other uh, through this program. Couldn't recommend it more highly if you're listening today and you're like, man, our church could really use a marriage mentoring program. It's not counseling. It's just encouraging people in their marriages to learn, teach them how to uh, deal with conflict resolution, but really just Revolutionizing marriages in your church. If you need that in your church, go online to daretobedifferent.com. That's daretobedifferent.com. And when you reach out to Matt or Pam who run Dare to Be Different, just tell them, Jim and Martha sent you. All right, I got a verse from Ruth.
1: All right, let's hear it.
0: Okay. Ruth said, But urge me not, do not urge me to leave you or return from following you. She's talking to her mother in law. For where you go, I will go, and where you lodge, I will lodge. Your people shall be my people, and your God, my God. Where you die, I will die, and there I will be buried. May the Lord do so to me, and more also, if anything but death parts me from you. Mm, That's loyalty. loyalty. That's right. And Ruth awesome. ends up being the great-grandmother grandmother, grandmother to David, King David. Mm-hmm. It's either grandmother or great-grandmother. Ruth and Boaz, they had... Jesse. Yeah, I think just grandmother. But incredible. Ruth was a Moabitess and she had been married to an Israeli Jewish guy and her husband died, but she stayed loyal to her mother-in-law. She did. And so today we're talking about loyalty and its impact on marriage. And I really think just so we can get a perspective in, in our segments today. The difference between how a woman looks at loyalty and how a man looks at loyalty. And I'm not sure we should look at them differently, but I know that we think differently. Men and women think differently.
1: Really? You think men and women think differently? <laughs> I am, without my
0: psychology, I have a doctorate in non-doctorate psychology. So no, I but just, you have a
1: few years of experience I have in a few marriage. years experience.
0: Well, i am also been a man almost 50 years. Um, all your life? All my life I've been a man, and I think differently than you.
1: You do. So you wanted to hear how you think a woman looks at loyalty and compare that to how you think a man looks at loyalty. I just
0: think based on what my experience, and this is, could be completely off if I tick somebody off, call into the studio line. I'm not giving you the number. <laughs> um, uh, you know, I think women are more loyal than men.
1: That very well could be. I don't think that it's funny because loyalty is not one of those things you can really measure. You're either loyal or you're not, I think in a lot of ways, but for women, when you asked me this question, I guess I started trying to think about where a woman is loyal and what we do with our loyalty. And I started thinking about things like our favorite little store that you may pay a little bit more for, but you love the atmosphere and you love the people and you don't.
0: You mean my little hardware store?
1: Your little hardware store, whatever it is. Yeah. And you're loyal to that. But, um, you know, we could be loyal to a fault. At times, in in those kinds of situations where we just because we um, have emotional ties to yeah.
0: this so maybe that's that it
1: store, so maybe I think it is emotional thing. And I,
0: so that would make it a much stronger pull in a woman than a man because sure. men are less emotional. <laughs>
1: <I> mean, <laughs> so okay, we okay, just figured it all not, out. Then. But that's no. not
0: true though, because you just told me on the way over here today that my, I wear my heart on my sleeve. So you're saying you I'm do. emotional.
1: You are exceptionally good at letting people know. exactly what you're actually feeling rather than making people really guess
0: well because we've realized that that was something i really struggled communicating to a lot Mm -hmm. of times when i got hurt or frustrated i just would go to angry instead of expressing my hurt or my frustration and we just learned that that was stupid
1: so now you just wear them all out there on your I sleep, guess. So
0: well, and, that, and that
1: makes it, you know, easier to have the conversations about it. But, but
0: that was something right after I gave my life to the Lord, I just decided, you know what, I don't want to be two faced. I just want to be who I am. I'm gonna and if people like me for who I am, great. If they don't like me for who I am, fine. They're loss.
1: So so women look at loyalty emotionally. Okay. We we stay connected to something. Um, because of how it makes us feel. And I was thinking about that in terms of shopping, probably also in terms of our friends. Uh, There may be times in our lives where maybe our friends um, that we had from childhood may not necessarily be the best influence on us or the best connection, but we're loyal to them because we have these great memories from childhood and, um, I think that's actually one of the great things about Facebook is being able to stay connected to those friends,
0: see, and I think with men it's it's an it is emotional, but it's really from a testosterone thing you know when when somebody <laughs> supports you, you know it, it's like in a battle loyalty it, it, you know, if somebody's been there for you, uh, they saved your life or they fought on your side of of a fight, whether it's a physical fight or a mental fight that men are loyal to those who are loyal to them. Mm.
1: So, like on a football team, like a blood, or a, 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 ba- a, yeah, on a team of some sort. Yeah, well, that you, you shared were with. sweat
0: with somebody. There <laughs> you go. <laughs> they
1: blocked you. Yeah, you, or...
0: you share hardware store. Oh, <laughs> hey, speaking of loyalty, we've got a great book today. We do, Old... and I
1: I want to make an, a special offer with that book. Wait a minute,
0: just a second. Okay. We have to do this. Go ahead. The book is called Old Fashioned by Rene. Re, Renee. Oh, just kidding. I was kidding. Renee Guterej.
1: <laughs> so sophisticated.
0: It's based on the movie. Which was a a number one, super duper fantastic, get it in red box, get it anywhere you can. Mm -hmm. Old fashioned, the movie was the best movie we've watched in the last 12 months.
1: Yeah, I think you might be right.
0: Absolutely. And it's the best love story we've ever watched.
1: It was very good. It was even
0: better than Fireproof. And that is really a tough one. (laughs) Okay, so what did you want? Special offer on this?
1: Well, my special offer is if they call in for the book. And they can tell about the treat that I we walked into the studio today, that we had a treat sitting here, and I've already posted it on Facebook. And if they can see or go and look and tell, that, tell Ace, what treat we were presented with when we came into the studio today, then I'm going to throw in something extra when I mail out that book.
0: Ooh, so call into the studio line now, 877 943 and get a copy of Old Fashioned and a Special Gift. If you can tell Ace what is sitting on the table right here in the studio with us. By checking it out And on remember, Facebook. read the book. Well, don't wait for the movie because it's already out. All right, today, 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 oh yeah, right, today, 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 t- <laughs> together renaming. on Tuesdays with Jim and Martha Brangenberg, right here and I Work For Him. We're talking about loyalty and its impact on our marriages and our other relationships. We're giving away a copy of the book, Old Fashioned, and a special gift if you can cite the item of footage that we have in the studio with us today that was a gift. Call the studio line now, 8- all right, Martha, when we come back, we're going to dig deep into loyalty and its impact on the marriages and, and really specific statements that people agree or disagree with as they go through marriage mentoring.
1: That sounds like a Does good point. Like and we okay got to okay talk plan? about
0: men and loyalty. Oh, we did. We talked okay, about battle loyalty. <laughs> All right, loyalty. We said that a woman, for a woman, loyalty tends to be an emotional connection. For men, I think it's emotional, but it has to do with an event you know camaraderie uh a battle of some sort that draws loyalty when i think of the
1: a battle it's always about a battle well it's always about a, <laughs> well, always about a competition <laughs> of course
0: everything's about competition of course you know i hate to mention this and i know the joshua our son will be editing this later but talking about competitions seven ping pong games this weekend i i was 7 and 0 you won them all i did it was uh, i feel bad
1: and we had a discussion about whether a father should always win or you know, give up. My
0: but... dad never let me win a game. <laughs> it builds character, That's right, right. character-building <laughs> exercise for my son. All right, so loyalty. Uh, so how does loyalty... Let's talk about how loyalty impacts marriages because as you're out there listening to Martha and I talk about this today, we all know that loyalty is something that is absolutely critically important to holding a marriage together. There's no mm-hmm. question. Mm-hmm. So how does it come into play? What? what give me your perspective.
1: Well, I think... Um... This is probably one of those conversations a lot of people don't think about even having as far as um, what is your level of loyalty, not just in the marriage, but in life in general to things. I had never known um, anybody until I met your dad who had worked so long at the same company. He worked 42 years at the same company. And to me, that was like the epitome of loyal and um, just a great example of how important it is to think about loyalty and how much you want to commit to something. And in marriage, of course, that's a conversation you should have before you get married, that you're committed to this relationship. But then your perspective on loyalty, what does it look like? Does it involve a lot of integrity and honesty and things like that? Um, that all impacts. Do you have a back door that you're willing to go out in, in when times get tough? Or are you in this and loyal to the end? Meaning well, end of life, and not end we, of the marriage. I think
0: maybe we should have looked up the definition for loyalty because I think that um, people really don't understand loyalty today because they, have, they don't see it demonstrated. You know, we don't see mm-hmm. people, you know, it see uh, it demonstrated in work relationships anymore. You don't see it demonstrated. Okay, I, I don't be negative. We don't often see it demonstrated in work relationships. We don't often see it demonstrated in marriage relationships. People give up really easy, even when things get a little bit difficult. So loyalty, according to the official Wikipedia guide, which <laughs> is written by people like you and me, loyalty is faithfulness or a devotion to a person, country, group, or cause. Philosophers disagree on what can be an object of loyalty, as some argue that loyalty is strictly interpersonal and only other human beings can be the object of loyalty, you know, and, and I would say in marriage, one of the biggest keys is you know we're we're all supposed to be you know we commit at our wedding day, we commit till death do us part, which mm-hmm. is loyalties. I am I am swearing my fealty to you, my loyalty to you. That's be a you know a great um, vocabulary, uh, well, word. yeah, vocabulary <laughs> word. But I'm committing regardless, and it just means that no exceptions uh, 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 on the there's nothing there's no exceptions. Right. I'm committed. I'm committed. And when you are that committed, you make different decisions than if your loyalty is somewhat mixed.
1: So that's that should be the premise for when you're having the conversation about, um, you know, we're looking at marriage, we're looking at this relationship. I expect to be committed forever. And I saw um, when I looked it up here just now, allegiance and really, um, you know, when you have allegiance, in my mind, I always think of a flag and the fact that you are, um you're devout to that cause or whatever, and you've committed to it.
0: Well, and, and when I when I think of loyalty, I think of faithfulness, because when I pray, when I pray through the gifts of the Spirit, I always pray for faithfulness, not only my walk to the Lord, but in how I treat you with how I act during the day, that when there are other distractions out there, and a lot of women try to be distractions to other men out there that I am still completely loyal to you with my mind, my heart, my soul, my eyes, my ears, my mouth and, and it's and that 's a faithfulness that is dead necessary in a marriage relationship. We need to be super committed and and, and what 's funny is you know there's been a lot of examples in the past where people were loyal to each other to a fault and, and they 'd stay married to each other, and yet they were miserable. Mm. And if you're going to be that committed, why don't you work on your marriage?
1: Oh, well, what a great idea.
0: No sarcasm on no, the
1: show. I, no, I'm sorry. I didn't mean it in a sarcastic <laughs> way. But I mean, what, Martha's a, not really very what sarcastic, a great point in the fact that if you're if you're going to stay committed, you've promised to be loyal, then make it the very best possible, not as miserable as possible. Right. Work on it to really make it something wonderful. I mean,
0: here's, here's the deal. Martha and I have seen it. We've worked with almost 60 couples in the last 15 years. 16 years, wow, Um, that if a husband and wife are willing to work on their marriage, it doesn't matter what condition their marriage was in when they started, there is hope for you and your husband, you and your wife. Every marriage is fixable if husband and wives are willing to work on it together. Mm -hmm. And if you've got Christ at the center, your marriage will not only be better five years from now, it'll be awesome if you'll just work on it. But that includes loyalty. You're going to commit to look at nobody else and, and eliminate the stupid distractions, whatever those may be. Did I say stupid? You did. It's because I meant it. Don't be stupid. <laughs> I mean, people just make so many stupid compromises in marriages today. Just stop.
1: Well, you know, I was just thinking about that when you were saying, you know, in the hard times being committed, um, I just, for whatever reason, just had this picture of climbing a mountain. And the the climbing we love mountain. we love to climb hills because we don't have hills in Florida. So when we go anywhere that has any form of landscape that is Upward, we like to climb and, and like experience the waves this weekend. That. They were awesome but, climbing up and down but, the waves. But the fun part is getting to the top, and it it's hard and it, it worked. It's a good workout, but when you get to the top, it's worth it because you see from a different perspective. And that's what marriage is like. If you work through those hard times and you persevere, you're so much stronger and the view is so much better because you enjoy that victory that you have. And so, that, that's loyalty to me, sticking through those tough times and being stronger and being able to look back at them and go, man, look what we've come through and where God has worked in our, in our lives.
0: Almost everybody that you talk to that's gone through a divorce, uh, that if they look back at it, most of them will say, yeah, maybe we should have worked on it a little bit harder. Maybe I gave up a little too easy. And honestly, if you're out there listening to us today and you're contemplating divorce and your marriage is a mess, I'm telling you, there's hope for your marriage. Jesus Christ can heal anything. He came to restore all things. Mm -hmm. And we have seen absolute nuclear disaster marriages recover with a husband and wife seeking the Lord. And working on it themselves, instead of pointing the finger, they just point. They just get on their knees and they say, Lord, just fix me, and you'll be amazed if husband and wife both seek the Lord, all of a sudden their marriage starts to work. But, but there's this also this misconception about loyalty in marriage. How about to the children? You know, a lot of times husbands and wives say, well, I, I can't take him anymore, I can't take her anymore, but I'm, I'll, I'll still be dedicated to the kids. That's just not the way it works. Your marriage is critical to the success of your children.
1: Yeah, it's a nucleus, and and God God builds that marriage based on the marriage of the husband and the wife, and it grows from there. And um, we are called to be great examples for our children and to raise them to then become great independent adults. So it's all part of that process, and showing loyalty, teaching it. being that example is an important part of that process.
0: You know, this is something written right from the daretobedifferent.com different uh, dot com website on this segment, this loyalty segment. It says the foundation of marriage is loyalty. The certainty of growing old together with someone who promises never to abandon you. Abandon. Mm-hmm. Wow, that's a powerful word. Our culture encourages us to end our relationships if they're broken instead of trying to fix them. There is super glue for every marriage <laughs> loyalty and commitment gives marriage permanence loyalty is when we remain faithful to the relationship during hard times it is working through difficulties and being there for each other no matter what it is making a decision to remain faithful to the marriage vows and pledging to forgive each other's failures how many times 70 times seven it's a great song like that out there too I think that was a Whiteheart song. Seventy times seven. Might I have been. <laughs> All right. So, but I mean, the whole idea behind loyalty is that it's a critical component. If you're you're saying that Jesus is your Lord, that's a loyalty thing as well. That's a loyalty thing as well. Nobody's called in yet for the bookcase. Nobody's called in yet for the book. All right. I, I don't. Babies, everybody's sleeping today. They're caught in traffic. It's raining. It's, it's been kind of a down in the dumps five days of say it, rain. It's like living in Seattle, but we're in Tampa. All right. We've got a book we're giving away today, and it's based on the movie Old Fashioned, which was a fantastic five stars in Jim and Martha's book. Book movies to take your teenagers to, to take your friends to. Absolutely a great book. We're giving away a copy of the book Old Fashioned, and as well as a special gift if you just you know, what, Martha. Maybe nobody's calling because they don't. They can go on Facebook. So just call in right now. We'll give the special gift if you're calling right now. It'll go along with the book. But if you, uh, you know, if you know the secret, what is on the picture on Facebook? That's just really cool. A bonus. It's a bonus. Go on her Facebook page. I work for him. Loyalty is a powerful emotion. It, it really is, I, and I think it really is for both men and women. It is a powerful emotion when somebody is loyal to you. They will look past your faults. They will look past your inner stupid and say, I love you anyway. And even, you know, even, you know, and with you, honey, you don't have any faults, but you look past my inner stupid all the time. (laughs) That is so not true. But it is true. But you don't, I mean, that's what's amazing to me when you talk about loyalty and the reason I think that women are more loyal is that my wife, she loves me and I'm just a pain in the butt sometimes. So I I just think that's incredible. Honey, I love you. You're the best.
1: Oh, thank you. I love you
0: too. All right. So where do these questions come from?
1: Well, when someone signs up to be mentored as a couple and we meet together with them with another couple that's been trained in this process, the first thing that they do is they take a survey that has lots of questions on it. And the purpose of the survey is to help discover where the husband and wife are not in agreement. And so different questions are asked of them and they just answer them quickly in the survey and then the results are given. And we know how to then approach that couple and say, listen, here's an area you don't agree on or you don't... You don't have the same um, point of view, and so these are some of the questions that are in the section on loyalty.
0: And again, we're talking about loyalty as it relates to marriage and other relationships. And obvi- and it may not be obvious to you, but it seems obvious to me, which means it's probably not obvious to everybody. But you know, we need to be loyal in our jobs. I mean, when you get hired to work eight to five, you're you're giving up your loyalty to anything else during those period of the day, those periods of the day, and as a Christ follower in that 8 to 5 period, you should be the absolute most stellar, super fantastic, excellent employee there. And that displays loyalty. We've yeah. got friends who, uh, you know, many of you have friends. I've got a friend Kelly. I've known him since we were 8 years old. Up and down 41 years of friendship, but that's loyalty despite where we've been. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, that's that's the impact You know, loyalty is a thick or thin kind of a thing. Mm -hmm. And in marriage, it really needs to be a thick or thick or thick or thin or thin or thin thing. I mean, it just marriage. There's just there's no turning back. When you say I do, it means I will every day. Mm, Good point.
1: Reminding yourself of that when it's a little tough and when it doesn't feel that great to be loyal, still convinced, you know, reminding yourself that you made that commitment. Your desire is to be loyal
0: one of the th- the first statement that mm-hmm. they that they're asked to agree or disagree with is i feel we have support from other christians to help us live out our values and our relationship
1: so having so if a couple does not agree on that statement or they both say no we don't have support from other christians um, to help them support their values.
0: Well, where do they learn loyalty? I mean, let's just say they grew up with a mom and dad and neither of them had a mom and a dad that stayed married. So they don't know what a long-term marriage looks like. You and I have that benefit of having parents who stay with each other long-term. So we know what that looks like. But a lot mm-hmm. of couples we deal with today don't know what that looks like. Their their moms or their dads got divorced. And, and so this is, you need to, if you want to build loyalty in your marriage, you need to surround yourself with other people who are committed to the same thing.
1: Yes, and and so the, identifying the fact that maybe they'll say, you know what, we really don't have anybody around us that is an encouragement and a support to us in this way, then this is an t- opportunity to have that conversation and say, you know what, we need to purposefully try to find some people that can um, be that encouragement to us. Not necessarily just from a mentor point of view, but also from a you know friends that have the same values and um, might encourage you with that when you're down and they're doing well or vice versa. You encourage them when they're down.
0: That's the value of a small group at church. Mm-hmm. You get you you surround yourself with like-minded people. They don't have to be your same age. They don't have to be at the same stage of life. They need to be like-minded and committed to the same thing. And so that's one of the things, loyalty. We learn loyalty. We see it demonstrated. We saw it demonstrated between our moms and our dads. And if you didn't, maybe it was your grandma and grandpa. Or if you didn't, maybe it was your aunt and uncle. If you didn't, maybe it was just some friends. But we see it demonstrated, and therefore we we mimic that, we we copy that, mm-hmm. and it's a commitment for a lifetime. When you say "I do," you better mean it. All right, second one.
1: If my partner is not faithful in this relationship, I will not stay in it. Now, again, this is a a statement that they're answering whether they agree or disagree with that. So they're they're honestly saying, you know, what if if I um, if my partner's not going to be faithful to me, I'm not going to stay. So that. It, tells you right then, if they say, I disagree, you know, or I agree, I'm not going to stay, that um, they don't necessarily have a sense of loyalty when it comes to that area.
0: Or they're not committed thick and thin. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and they're they're uh, saying, well, if he has this sin or she has this sin in her life, I'm not going to excuse that. I'm not forgiving that. And unfortunately, there's a lot of unfaithfulness. But if you're starting off on the premise that, hey, if they're unfaithful, I'm not going to stick in the relationship, but where's your loyalty? i mean it is now what you want to do is you want to build up all kinds of protection for your marriage that keeps you from even being tempted to not be faithful to each other but that's work right
1: but the neat thing again about this mentoring program is that it gives you the opportunity to have that conversation to actually sit there in a safe environment with another couple and say you know what i'm not sure how i feel about that and let's have a conversation about it and maybe it's just a matter of the husband and the wife being able to talk to each other and say you know what I am committed to this never even having to be an issue. And that, what great sense of loyalty that is to say, you know what, I don't need to know whether you're going to stay or not. I am not going to give you that opportunity because I am always going to be faithful. And But it allows for that great conversation. And that's what gets so exciting for us is to see the couples... It, Spend time talking about something that we just get so busy in our lives on a day-to-day basis that we forget to have these very, very important, meaningful conversations.
0: You know, and and speaking of that, if, if you're tuning in today, and please do not feel judged. If you've already been divorced, do not feel judged by us. The cool part about being in Christ is that he came to restore all things. And if your first marriage crumbled, your second marriage can be incredible. It will just be more difficult because you still have the baggage of the first marriage there. We're talking to both first, second, third, fourth, fifth marriage people. You can be loyal for the last time to the person that you're married to today. And we've been given that power, that powerful faithfulness uh, from the gifts of the Holy Spirit. The, the fruit of the Spirit is faithfulness. It's one of the fruits. And so it's important that we remember that. But don't don't be discouraged if you've already gotten divorced. I understand it was a terrible, painful thing. We've seen it. We've lived through it with our friends. We just are trying to give you all the tools to say, okay, hey, Let's not do this again. Let's not repeat it. And a lot of people, when they get divorced, they go and marry the exact same person again and repeat all the same mistakes again that you need to run interference for yourself and surround yourself with people that will feed into you.
1: You know, one of the things we didn't mention about this program also is that it it can be a pre-marriage situation as well. So it's really, really important if you're looking at a marriage, um, getting married in the near future to somebody, to spend the time going through this program, dare to be different with someone with another couple so that you can identify and have these conversations before you ever have to walk that road and say, oh, we never talked about this. It's It just is, that's really exciting.
0: One of the other statements that they're asked to agree or disagree to is we agree that our loyalty to each other takes precedence over any and all circumstances. You know, that is, that's a powerful statement. Having your husband or wife as a priority in your life over and above work, over and above children, over and above family, over and above anything other than God. I would not agree in this statement. I mean, your relationship with your Heavenly Father is absolutely, your marriage should not interfere with your relationship with God. In fact, it should enhance your relationship with God. Mm-hmm. But your your loyalty should be to your spouse at all costs.
1: Yeah, and so having that conversation saying, do we agree with that? Is, that? is that what's the most important to us, is being committed to each other with our loyalty? Um, and again, just making for good conversation to say, I am committed to you. And sometimes we just need to hear that from our spouse and be reminded, um, especially on those days when we're feeling down and out.
0: Well, there are some days, I mean, marriages work. And there are mm-hmm. some days marriage is more work than other days. And so, don't be discouraged by that. Just embrace it and say, "Okay, today's going to be a tougher day, but you know I'm loyal to you." You know, the days when we're sick, the days when our kids are sick, uh, and and be terrible. You know, if one of you are terminally ill, those are tough. Those are tough situations. There are tough days, but the good news is that our marriage can be made awesome by our heavenly Father if we work on it. Mm-hmm. We have an awesome marriage. Have we? Has every day been perfect? No.
1: Sorry, was that a little too emphatic? <laughs> no, wow. not every day. I just heard Martha perfect. just say that
0: new no. way. being married to Jim has not been perfect. No, that's that is for both ep- of us. Oh, honey, so, being married to you is being—it's just. But like,
1: knowing, I'm, I'm just moving right it's on. Sunshine and cloud, <laughs>
0: puffy little clouds and cotton blue candy. Skies. It's perfect. Blue skies.
1: Um, mm-hmm. We're dreaming about blue, blue skies because we've had so much rain. But okay. one of the but but knowing where your spouse. That your spouse is loyal is just very, very important, knowing without a shadow of a doubt where, where you stand together. Well,
0: and the last thing I want to read today is, mm-hmm. you know, the husbands and wives, have the, they're they going to answer this question or or say, I agree or disagree with the statement. I am concerned about my own loyalty to this relationship, hmm. loyalty to this relationship. You know, if you are questioning your loyalty, you need to step back and, and really... Any married couple out there should have a couple in their lives that is an inspiration to them. And so when you're struggling with your loyalty, this is why marriage mentoring is so good. It's like, well, what's causing you to compromise your loyalty to your spouse? Mm -hmm. You know, I, I think that a lot of people out there just think that loyalty, this is a tough deal. Well, I'll be loyal as long as they're loyal. Well, that's not loyal. Loyal is, you know... There are people, people, people that are Cubs fans understand loyalty. People that are Red Sox fans understand re- loyalty. Now the Red Sox finally won a World Series, but the Cubs fans they haven't won a World Series in a hundred years. I mean, I'm a loyal Twins fan. Sorry to Rays players. I think the Rays and the Twins are very much like. I love them all. But I'm a Twins guy. I'm from Minnesota. Mm-hmm. I'm loyal. Does it really mean anything? No, it has no eternal significance, but I really... I, but when
1: we go to the game, you're going to have your Twins shirt on, absolutely in spite not. of the fact that we're sitting with a whole bunch of Tampa Bay That's people. Right. That's right. In <laughs> August,
0: we're going to a Twins game when they play the Rays. All right. So what is it about our culture that it's rejecting loyalty? What do you think? Why do you, What's your opinion, Martha, on why you think our culture is rejecting loyalty? Because really, as a value, it has been stomped upon.
1: It has, and I think it just goes along with this whole uh, worldview of everything being disposable. And that if it, if it's not working for me anymore, if I don't like the the color of this dress, if I don't like um, that flavor of iced tea, I just I just get rid of it and get something new. I'm I'm done with it, and I want to try something new that's going to make me feel better. And that's such a temporal response, but that's the way our world has been. And so everything. In the physical is is very disposable, and so it's kind of translated into these relationships being disposable. I don't need to be loyal.
0: But the good news is, in Christ, we can learn loyalty as we learn to submit to our Lord each and every every day. Loyalty is possible. Loyalty, if it's been missing in your relationships. Outside of your marriage, your friends, uh, it it can be repaired. Mm -hmm. Loyalty in your marriage, it can be repaired. Loyalty to your workplace, if you've had the wrong attitude towards your workplace, loyalty can be repaired. Christ came to restore all things. Mm -hmm. And and so the good news is there's good news. And Mm -hmm. and that's what we're here to talk about. Loyalty is possible. It is possible to be dedicated to your spouse for a lifetime and have an awesome, super time doing it. All right, we got to take a break. We're talking about loyalty and its impact on our relationships, our marriage relationships, our work relationships, our relationships outside of marriage and outside of work. You know, we want to talk about how can we work on becoming more loyal. It's really a choice. It's like a a decision to stop drinking too much Mountain Dew, Jim. Okay, that's kind of a tough one. No, but it's a decision. You're just saying, no, I'm going to be more loyal. I'm going to, as a man... I am very intentional on where I look with my eyes, and if I absolutely, if some woman catches my eyes the first time around, I'd make sure I don't look the second time. It is never okay to look at the menu and just order at home. That's ridiculous. I'm loyal. I try to be loyal with every part of my life to my wife, Martha. What's it look like to you? How can how can you work on it, or how um, can we encourage people to work on? It?
1: Well, I think. Awareness is a big part of it, and a lot of us just go through life so crazy busy, we just don't even think about the things that we should or shouldn't be doing and pray about it and say, Lord, what what areas do I need to work on with my loyalty and and be willing to be aware of that and purposeful about it?
0: It, it, is, it is. The good news here, just hear us. The good news is for all of our marriages, there is hope, and marriage can be awesome. We have been married 29 at years and one and a half months of awesomeness. <laughs> Sorry, I didn't have the right days down. But I mean, it's, it's, it's great being married and every marriage can be fixed. It doesn't matter how destroyed it is. If you want to ask us how, just email us jim at iworkforhim.com or martha at iworkforhim.com or keep tuning in every Tuesday for Together on Tuesdays with Jim and Martha on I Work For Him. We're Christ followers who own our own business, but ultimately, I work, work for him. him.